What up, family? Seawood and Severino, from the music industry to real estate, from fashion to real estate partners in carte blanche, we're talking about positive, real talk. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Everyone has a light, and I want everyone's light to shine bright, 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 What up, family? Our watch. What up, family? This is your tribe. This is your safe place to recharge your battery. What up, what up, any extra shit here. No judgment here. Uh, so you're going to get the real. But it's always going to come from a place of love. What up, family? There we go. Conversation number six. Let me get it. Come AKA on. numero seis. There we go. Man, I got to really get my Spanish up because it just sounds right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody thinks I'm Dominican anyway. I might just, you know, get out in these streets Spanish, and ah, ah, ah. Your Spanish is solid, brother. That's all right. You're good. You know? What do we have? We have, uh, you have a Dominican sister. You have a Dominican brother. About to have another Dominican brother. brother. I mean, wow. Y'all are deep. We. <laughs> <laughs> I love all my people. I love humans. There you go, baby. Right there, Severino. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called So shit, man, we got some great shit to talk about today. I'm excited. I feel like we're really giving our family some building blocks. Mm-hmm. We've gotten so much good feedback. The power of no. Uh, my boy Pete, wanted to shout him out real quick, at uh, Hot Dog Boyfriend on Instagram. Check them out. They do charcuterie. Oh, my God. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, but it's funny. Someone offered him an opportunity, him and his business partner, to go into a food hall mm-hmm. in Williamsburg. And I won't get into the specifics of the deal or all that, but the short story is that it wasn't a good fit, uh, but it was tempting because when you're launching a business or you're launching an idea or you're doing something, um, the thought is, how do I get out there? Mm-hmm. And you want to do it as quickly as possible. It wasn't a good fit for Pete. For the brand Got at it. this moment. Okay. The rent was crazy high, and they wanted a royalty, an override on everything sold. Yes. Now, if this was Decal Market in downtown Brooklyn, where you had Trader Joe's and Target... And fucking you had the uh, traffic, basically. Alamo, right? Then of course you're like, I get it that you're gonna charge me X, right? And you want to make some bread off the residual Makes because sense. it's like I'm coming in and I put up my fucking sign and it's a wrap, right? I'm off and running, right? This isn't the case. No this foundation, dude is trying to, right? He's trying to create that, and he's got quite a few people signed on. But at the end of the day, it's not really a proven concept in that specific location. It's in between blocks, mm-hmm. um, so it's really interesting. I say all that to say that. Crawl, walk, run, I thought would be really cool to talk about today because there's a couple schools of thought, and that in particular has become really popular. And I think in his instance was the right strategy, which is you have a great idea, you have a company, you have something you're trying to get off the ground, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And some people think you should just dive in. Yeah, you're going to make mistakes, but just bang out. Right. Right. And you can appreciate why you would move that way. The other part of it is no, slow up, really assess the situation, 
crawl first, right? Just like us as humans, we didn't just pop out the womb and start running. Right. It been... seemed like some of us <laughs> are moving like Would have looked crazy, too, if that would have been yeah, the Yeah, that, that visual would have been ill. <laughs> Peace <laughs> about it! <laughs> right. Uh, you know, but we, we come out and we're just nothing and then we learn to crawl and then we learn to stand and then walk and then jog and run and so forth mm-hmm, the point mm-hmm. is it's a process absolutely and for them to be able to think about okay we have the money or the resources to do this but is this the right move is this the way to launch or do we continue to do pop-ups pick our shots right build the brand organically mm-hmm. get word of mouth swirling then maybe get someone to help us with marketing exposure mm-hmm, and all mm-hmm. that, and that's the route they're taking. I think that that type of um, template really works well for a lot of businesses to give you an opportunity, really, just to tackle something in the beginning stages, get going, and be able to build off that. And then when you want to talk about walking, mm-hmm. you know, at that stage, now you can say you can build on the success of what you did when you were crawling. And the mistakes you made, you have an opportunity to remedy them. If you're moving so fast and you're flying, maybe you'll make a lot of ground and you're going quick, but also it can be pretty devastating to your business or your situation when you crash, because ultimately you're going to do that because you have no experience and that is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, the hope is that you know you can um, evolve your approach in stages. Trying to get better through the draft opposed to going and spend all the money on free agency. That's a great and, analogy. And throw all your fucking draft picks away or whatever the case right. is. Just right. build through your draft and see where that takes right. you. Or your farm system. Your farm you know, I system. I know, you know, love exactly. the Yankees and there was a time exactly. where their farm system had got dried up. It was right? horrible. They hadn't invested Nothing. in it. But they had the most marquee players. Absolutely. And they're hoping at that point that they can almost buy a championship. It was like, it was literally trying to win every single year. Who are the best players available? Can we afford them? Let's buy them, bring them in, and see if we could get the win. Right. I mean, I totally, I can totally relate to that whole thing. You know, what's happened with the bag. Um, yeah, just, just, right. Just, that's a good thing. Like maybe you can share kind of your process with Severino. Like I created this bag out of like just a necessity for myself. Right. So I was looking for this camouflage bag. I couldn't find it. I searched every designer, um, all over the internet. Couldn't find it. I, you know, I said, what, let me just go make it myself. I got 10 years of fashion experience. Why not? So I went and made the bag, created it, found somebody, you know, who, uh, handmade it. Did the leather. Like, I knew where to go. It was, it, it you didn't, sourced everything. I sourced it. It didn't seem like work to me because I already kind of had the experience. Um, and then just took some photos just to see what, what it does. I drew some interest from somebody, from, from a ton of people. Um, and then somebody approached us with a situation, and we looked at it, and it seemed good on the surface um, at the time. But, you know, as you going through your phase, again, I didn't make the bag to sell. There's no reason for me to already be thinking about trying to monetize on it because i haven't even really thought the process through right so kind of got engaged into that situation um a few months went by um and then you know as the date of this release kept coming up you know my stomach was in a knot because i was sitting there to myself confused like this doesn't make any sense to me similar to uh pete um getting approached by williamsburg you know the numbers didn't make sense um, there was really no rush for me to really put any product out. Right. Um, and, and I just l- had a 
yeah, even you, you and I talked through it a bunch of times, and I was just like, it just doesn't feel right. Like the way that my product's gonna get branded, the way it's gonna get distributed, I have no control over that. And then in the back end, I can also be losing money because I sold X amount of bags, but I still don't have enough to produce because I had to give. Like it's just a, it was just a weird setup. Right. Um. But nonetheless, I had to tell myself like, yo, you gotta just slow down and let things happen as they're supposed to happen like meaning crawl just crawl do the pieces and, and, and that you need to do first and then worry about selling when it's time to sell you can't sell something before you actually make it like it's it's weird you have to you have to have it already in motion somebody comes to me and says yo let me get a you know 2000 unit order if i didn't take my time i wouldn't know how to facilitate that so totally can appreciate that man right now i thought that was good because I remember when you were going through that process, and it's so tempting, mm -hmm. right? You you make something, you post it on IG, not thinking much of it. Mm -hmm. It's not just the usual likes and like, oh, good work, and you did your thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, I fucking want that. Right. Like, you just see a slew of comments like, mm -hmm. I want that. Mm -hmm. I have to have that. When are you putting it out? Mm -hmm. And this was right before the holidays, to give everybody some context, mm -hmm. last year. So the thinking is, oh, shit, it's the holidays. People are clamoring for this. And, you know, now it's about figuring out what the price will be. Mm -hmm. um, how do I get in people's hands? And what's the way that I'm going to brand this? Mm -hmm. And this is what's really great, too, that I initially probably wouldn't have mentioned, but you were able to take advantage and sit back and be still. In the moment, you know, it seemed like it was going to be a go. Mm -hmm. And the good thing is you trusted your gut. Something just kept nagging at you that this wasn't the right way to roll it out. Right. It was a quick way to roll it out. And it would have garnered probably a lot of, um, you know, investment dollars or, you know, some other benefit, mm -hmm. let's say if it all just went right. Right. The downside of it is that you really were trying to brand something really special. And because it wasn't for sale, it wasn't something you had to try to pimp out at some certain number. It wasn't right. a volume play. Right. It really was like, no, this is a special limited edition, one of a kind play which means it's going to be on the higher end, which means the rollout needs to be special, which means it's probably going to take a little more time to be thoughtful of how I'm going to present it to people. Exactly. And that takes time to get all those ducks in a row. Before you start walking, pretty that's much. That's right. You got to crawl. Right. And so that's a great example of being able to sometime get caught up and almost being ready to start walking or damn near almost running because right. it really went from like one week you were like, yeah, here's the second prototype. And then fucking four weeks later, it was going to be like, yeah, I'm going to launch. Like, wait, hold on. Right. <laughs> That's like, <laughs> like, slow down, Tiger. Slow, Yo, yeah, hold exactly. on. So, but, but that could happen. I want to share that. I'm so happy that you did because there's so many people out there right now that have an idea or, or have a script or have, you know, something they're doing or working on that really is a passion project. Right. And it can probably make them a lot of money. It wasn't created necessarily to make money. But the outside thought was like, oh, if this goes well, maybe I can sell some. But right. the first thought was you're just trying to fill a hole, right? Whatever the situation might call for, have confidence in yourself that even if you don't have all the answers, that you have the capacity to figure it out, right. to find out which way to go. You can't do that if you're running. Right. That's why I feel like the crawl, walk, run method has a lot of validity because at the end of the day, you know, Outside of a few individual spaces, you know, like where innovation's required and technology has made it such that you don't have the luxury of crawling. Right. I can respect that. So if you take that type of approach and you're crawling, someone else is walking over you and someone's running over them. 
Right. For those industries, we get it. You know, maybe it's a better approach to just fucking jump in a plane, fly, and maybe you crash, maybe you don't, and you figure it out along the way. Right. But I think for most of us, being able to take an approach that's a little bit more measured, that doesn't mean that you're waiting forever, right? right. Now, crawling, we have to clarify that. That doesn't mean that, okay, I'm, I'm going to make this bag, right? We'll use Anthony's, you know, passion project for an example. All right, so six months go by. And you still haven't sourced leather. You haven't figured out, right. you know, who can make it. Right, you don't right. know timelines, distribution, you know, who can maybe do my website. Am I going to try to put it in stores? Am I going to do it on consignment? Whatever the fuck. Like, right. you know, there has to be a sense of urgency still. So I don't want people to be fooled that crawling means. Don't be, don't do nothing. Right. Don't have right. any energy behind it. So I saw this uh, thing. I don't know. It was a bus stop or something, but it was ill. It said, nobody cares if you thought of it first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, Ooh. nobody cares if you, if you thought of it first. first. Oh, my because God. that already, it said, celebrate the doers. It's this campaign. Wow. Um, and that is right in line with that. So crawling is only valuable if you're crawling fast, right? Maybe we <laughs> should give that a little bit of a thing. Like, okay, crawl, but you need to be crawling like a motherfucker. Any of, again, as parents out here, you remember when our kids, or if you have a young one now, and you know, man, when they get up and they get comfortable and they're no longer like falling on their face and they get going, and you got to really watch them and have those fences up so they don't fucking fly down the stairs or whatever. <laughs> like, you got to be moving. Right. You know, so um, I think that's important. Uh, the walking stage typically will relate uh, to a point where, okay, you've gotten your idea off, off the ground, or again, if it's a relationship or whatever the example you want to use, you get to a point, there's some comfort there. Again, you're still moving, but now this is where you're revising. You've gotten feedback, you've released something, or you've gotten it to another stage, and now you're like, okay, I got a better grasp of this. Mm-hmm. When you're first starting, even if you kind of know the space, technically, when you're vulnerable and you're putting yourself out there, you really don't know what the fuck you're going to get back. That's just that's just real. Like and you're going to put most, it out. That's got to be the most frightening feeling. That is the scariest shit in the world. Having a support system, having somebody there that can help you, I think is really a big part of kind of the crawl, walk, run thing as well, because being a Lone Ranger, being in a vacuum is really tough, you know? So that's kind of a little bit of a digression, but just wanted to mention it because I think as you embark on something, as scary as it is, it is helpful to have somebody there to have your back, you know, to kind of give you good feedback along Mm -hmm. the way, and that will help you get through those um, those chambers. And and, and honest feedback, too. You know what I mean? That's really important. You don't, you don't you want don't, the fan club. You like, don't want to have a lot of yes men. You don't want to have a lot of like, yeah, this is like, you know, you got to be able to uh, have people around it that you're comfortable getting critiqued by. And I think that's important. That, that was probably one of the most hardest things I ever had to, to learn. Um, but super helpful. Right. And then I think once you get to running, uh, then there's a different challenge, right? Because the assumption would be like, okay, we're up and running. Mm-hmm. Shit's rocking. You know, we figured it out. We went through our test phases, retesting, revising, all of that. You know, uh, you guys know that we're a compass and we're a technology company. And so we are constantly, you know, putting products out internally, getting feedback from the agents, what works, what doesn't work. What do you like? What don't you like? You know, we want to give you back 50% of your time. Mm-hmm. What's the best way we can do that? What mm-hmm. are your pain points? On and on and on. Um, and some things are meant to, okay, they get it to us, and mm-hmm. we know that it's probably not going to be perfect or it's beta, but they need that feedback. So in that instance, that's not like a walk. That's probably like, okay, let's get it going. Again, that's innovative. Um, but there are other things 
that need to be incubated, that just need to take time. So once you get to a running phase, I would think the danger there to be cognizant of is to not get complacent. Right. Is not to get comfortable and think that, okay. It's all good. It's all good. I think on the when you start the running phase portion of this, your mindset goes from trying to make it to now trying to maintain it. That's what happens. The switch goes off. It's like, mm. all right, cool. I'm here now. It's almost like a ball player. It's like, like a, they've been scrapping to get to the league. Right. You know, junior high, high school, AAU. Mm-hmm. You get in one the, year now college, you get whatever. in the league. But now you're in the league. So now you have to become a professional and you need to maintain. Crawl, walk, run. I think that's a really good system for you guys to implement. And, you know, hit us up and let us know, does that work for your industry? Is there a really good example that you have? Um, but I think that's something that will really work. Yeah, I I love that. I think it's so important, man. I'm glad we got a chance to talk about that. We love to win. Because all I do is win, win, win. No matter what. So we got some good wins this week. We do, we do. Um, What do you want to set it off with? Let's set it off with the um, the young lady who created that app. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. On the App Store, I was actually kind of impressed by this, that, you know, it's not a new concept. I mean, they highlight apps every day right app of the day shit like that uh but in this instance it caught my attention it's called we read Two. we read Two. t-o-o um and it refers to her not ever really knowing uh what books either had writers or characters of color it's a black woman kaya thomas uh graduated from dartmouth And she just had this idea that, wow, wouldn't it be great to be able to catalog um, these books? Mm -hmm. And it could be at every level. You know, I got kids in lower school, could be middle school, high school, and higher, um, to be able to go to this app. And then it's just a directory of diverse books, which is dope. So for, you know, and not just kids of color. Hopefully any kid would appreciate being able to say, hey, I'd like a little bit more variety and my reading, because to always see a protagonist that doesn't look like you or to read about and the, the circumstances that you get the storyline of, you can't relate to. It's right. not the same as when you're reading a book and you're like, wow, she sounds like me. She looks or, like me. She looks like me. Oh, wow. He's doing some things or mannerisms or expressions. I can relate to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's interesting. And I go through that with Sasha a lot because she's watching some of these shows. Uh, and whether it's Disney or whatever it is now, and I'm always kind of like, okay, so where are the girls that look like you? And, <laughs> and she'll be like, Dad, this girl is this, this girl or that guy or whatever. And I'm like, all right, cool. But you're always looking for that balance, right? right? It's not exclusively. It's just to say, hey, I just want to make sure it's well-rounded. Absolutely. So I just thought it was a big, big win for her to um, you know, not be someone who was into coding, but to just kind of take it on. Uh, And then she also spoke to the fact that, but it it led her less about money because it's a free app. Right. But her connections, her network, it took her out to San Francisco, and now she's coding. Fire. So you never know what something you do or whatever can lead to something else. But I just thought that was a major win. Uh, The app is called We Read Too. So um, check that out. What's her name again? I'm sorry. Uh, her name is Kaya Thomas. Kaya Thomas. And it's funny. She's been working on it for about three years. I think 2014 is when she first, she said well, the first incarnation looked way different so the, so than the, what it looks like now. So it goes back to what it we just right talked about. She crawl, was crawling. Walk. She was crawling. She was crawling. But now it's out now. Um, and again, you know, it's it's 
It's an app to help you find children's books by writers of color featuring characters of color. Amazing. So I think that's Big a win major win. Thomas. Major win. We read too. This is cool. This is a cool one. Um, yeah. He's um, he's a colleague of ours at our company. Um, Walk tall. <laughs> um, you know, he's uh, used to work for the Tribeca Film Festival. Um, he's been a part of multiple creative agencies, you know, where they represented some of the best, the Anheuser-Busch's and the Apple's. Right, and biggest brands in the world. Biggest brands, like the MoMA's. Um, and, you know, we've had a chance to have him as head of marketing for our company um, just till this last Thursday, I believe, yeah. um, where he got a promotion and he is now chief creative officer for, for Compass. Yeah. Um, and his name is Matt Spangler. I mean... What up, Matt? Ain't, ain't, he has to be the coolest dude. I mean, really? He's cool as a fan. When well, you yeah. heard that expression, cool like a fan? <clears throat> yeah, I text him. him, I said, man, I said, nobody nobody cooler deserves it than you, man. You're like the other side of the pillow, Stuart Scott voice. Yeah, like Because he's that cool, man. He really is. Such a beautiful human being. Uh, and I, I talked to him today, and I was like, there isn't anyone that you could be happier for. Right. Um, and it also spoke volumes to me about the leadership in our company mm-hmm. because— you know, you have a talent like that. And, and a big thing that we talk about at Compass is bringing all of these bright minds from different backgrounds that were not in real estate. Right. Because it's really hard to try to change something when you're in it. Right. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you need people to come from the outside and look at the problem and say, wow, how come you guys aren't doing it like this? Right. Like, wow. We never thought of that because we've always done it this way. Right. To be able to have a bright mind like a Matt Spangler uh, with such a diverse background of experiences that he's had and worked with all these brands, I mean, he's the one that's responsible for changing our name from Urban Compass to Compass. Absolutely. So that was fire. Major. He's the one that was like, okay, let's get this brand right and our logo right, right? So from a standpoint of of really fundamentally affecting how Compass was presented aesthetically, Mm has been all him and a team, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to also respect the team. He has Absolutely. an amazing team Absolutely. that works with him uh, under his direction. Um, but it was really exciting for me to see that our leadership would recognize that his capacity wasn't limited to being the head of marketing. Right. That they're like, you are just a creative monster. Uh, that's a no-brainer, man. Super cool cat, great personality, works hard, the credentials are there, and then what he puts out is also, it's dope, too. So there's, like, there's like no weaknesses there. Right. You know what I mean? You could say somebody all oh, does great work, but they got a bad attitude. Like, right. overall, nah. he's just right. completely a solid Solid yeah. dude. So with that, we want to give you the super, 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 super that's a major win. win. Matt Spangler. Congratulations, brother. The chief creative officer. Blow, blow. Sasha just turned 10 double digits, <laughs> right? Congratulations. Congratulations, baby girl. No. <laughs> this win is, is pretty special, too, because I don't know. I just I just like her. I, I just I think she's great. You know, I I caught on to her. I'm trying to remember when was the first time I really saw her. Obviously, her real breakout role. It wasn't her first role by any means. I know she had did something initially uh, on Oprah's own network. Um, I think she starred on If Loving You Is Wrong back in like 2014. But Tiffany Haddish, um, she's been on a fucking roll. Mm -hmm. And she is funny as shit, unapologetic. I mean, she is just, sometimes I'm just like, damn, 
But I just saw that she is going to be the first black woman to host the 2018 MTV Movie Awards.、Mm. And I thought, not just from being the host of That's a Win, but I want to celebrate her from being somebody. I mean, I read her book. First of all, if you guys haven't read The Last Black Unicorn, you need to read that. That book is fire. Uh, she really goes into、uh, some funny shit. I don't really want to reveal too much,、uh, but there's one part where she said that she was the mascot <laughs> at high school. Oh, shit. And she had shit rocking. <laughs> and to a point where they were like paying her to do it. Get out of here. It was ill.、Um, but I mean, so you, you really just appreciate her struggle. There was a lot of shit growing up in her childhood that was tough、um, with her mom, dynamic there. Uh, so it was far from easy for her. And、mm-hmm. to see someone like that really <laughs> crawl, walk, run,、mm-hmm. literally,、uh, to a point that, you know, hosting a gig where no other black woman, as many amazing black women we've had in entertainment for years, for her to be the first one to host the movie awards, I guess it kind of says a lot about MTV on one front、mm. and not a good way. Right. But I don't want that to take anything away from, from Tiffany because、right. she is an absolute beast. And I think that breakout role, which I'm embarrassed to say, I still have not seen the movie,、uh, Girls well, Trip. Oh, man. That's where she really crushed she rocked. it. Like, she、yeah. rocked it. So I heard、mm-hmm. she stole it. So that's when she kind of, I think that was like the tipping point. There's always a tipping point in everyone's life, career, something where a whole bunch of small victories have added up to a point where it kind of tips the scale.、Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair to say that probably was that moment where I think she really became mainstream.、Mm-hmm. Um, but her book, The Last Black Unicorn, now this hosting gig、uh, with MTV Movie Awards. And I just think it's just great to celebrate her. Um, so, I think Tiffany Haddish, that's a great major win. Congratulations, Congratulations sister. So, what do you want to jump into now? What's good in the hood? Ow. Kanye's about to release his,、um, his sixth season. I can't believe it's that long already. Six seasons already? Six seasons with Adidas. Wow. He's about to release his Yeezy Six collection.、Yeah. And,、oh. you know, with all due respect, I love Kanye a ton. A、um, thousand percent. A thousand percent. He's creative genius. Creative genius. He's, he's like no other. He's, he's amazing. Right. From top to bottom. Now,、um, as far as like the kicks and stuff like that, outside of the ones he first did. I think did, more, I think I'm more of a fan than you are. On the sneaker level? Right. Of, of his sneakers. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I don't. I know you rock with it. Obviously, Shell Toes and certain classics,、yeah. Stan Smiths and the like. I just have a thing. You haven't of, been a big Yeezy fan. No,、nah, I just. Because it, it just. There's certain things about it that it bothers me. Right. You know, the whole like, sneaker craze thing with that. Kind of, you know, just. I'd rather buy a Yeezy and wear it two years from the release date opposed to wear it when it first came out. Just, I don't know, whatever. But Can't you no, just follow the crowd? Can't you just follow the crowd? No,、herd? it's just, it's just. You always have to be an original? Okay, no, go no. sidebar. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Nobody's an original, I'll tell you that much. I'll tell you that much.、Wow. Somebody, somebody's that's right. Everybody somebody's has taking something, something from that's somebody, right. so、right. it's never like that.、Um, but, Plus your car blunts, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I took that shit. That's、right. um, but nonetheless, you know, this, this new campaign of how they're rolling out season six. Fucking blew me away.、Mm-hmm. So basically, they're taking over the New York City subways, and I think you'll start seeing this as you're on the subway.、Um, the paparazzi had taken some shots of Kim Kardashian when she was wearing full outfits of, of Yeezy Six maybe a couple of months ago.、Mm-hmm. So, what they did was she ended up posting those same pictures.、Um, and what they did was they took the whole Instagram post. With her picture, and then all the comments and likes that were given, 
kind of put it on the side, and that's how they marketed it. That's fire. Actually, I think I saw something like that because that's in Herald Square. There you go. So on the columns, they wrap the columns with the comments and all that. And then where you normally would see the big ass billboard, like or those uh, big things, that's mm-hmm. where they got the images and all that. Ex- that shit is so fire. I and would, the kiosk, like the turn where you turn for the exactly. Subway. It says ZZ Six, right? Uh, season six. And I was just like, wow, this shit is genius. You're basically taking what they're trying to like, like what they getting money off of. They you're taking that back. You're taking the power back from them. From the paparazzi when they shouldn't really be taking right. your picture you're like, anyway. Right. You're like, let hey, me, you know what? Let me right. take that back and now that's part of my marketing campaign. Love that. that shit was right. so fire. Because they were already in Times Square, but then they just hit the underground, the whole subway system. That shit is fire. I was like, here he goes again. Here he goes again doing something or whoever has camp decided to go ahead and pull that trigger. But I thought that was dope. So... Shout out to you, Kanye, and your whole team over there at Yeezy. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, um, and Adidas for giving you the reign, my brother, because you're, you're doing phenomenal things. And, right. Um, I just thought it was really dope. So Super creative. Right? Isn't absolutely. that so dope? Right. What Love else you that. got for me and what's good in the hood? I just uh, came across something actually kind of randomly, which I'm excited about. I don't have a lot of information on it, but I'm going to mention it anyway. Maybe okay. we'll get to something else. Um, DeBrat is bringing set it off to the stage yes i heard about that yeah that's ill to me i love that movie that I, well, movie is classic seen that's but it's tricky it's tricky because i saw I, <laughs> I i saw that maybe mm-hmm. i should qualify i'm excited to hear that that movie could be adapted for the stage because right. i feel like it has so many elements that it mm-hmm. absolutely could be dope on broadway or off absolutely broadway or whatever right absolutely uh she wanted to play cleo which is Latifah's part. Iconic. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I, and I like the Brad a lot. I really do. Yeah, so do I. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I think she could probably get in the character and do her thing. Oh, no, she could definitely pull it off. I'm not, I don't even think that, that's, that, that's that, not the I don't issue. Think, so I don't what's think that your, would what's be your the reservation issue? then? Because for me, it would always be, will you be able to capture, you know, Jada Pinkett? You know, will you be able to, like, feel that emotion? They, will they, you be able to They get... casted pretty, I don't know if you could see the photo on your phone, but they casted... Um, pretty yeah, they wh- got, they, I don't know some. I they know got, Latoya Luckett. Latoya Luckett's there. Kyla Pratt. Kyla Pratt, familiar, yes. And yeah. Demetria McKinney. So I don't know them. But Kyla Pratt, I know. Okay. Um, but my whole thing is this. If people who were involved in making the movie will be a part of the, of the process of that happening. Well, then I feel a lot better. Then I would feel better. Right. So yeah, if, if, I, if I don't know that on her own and it's more of an homage to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's, to, it's, it could it be could sketchy. It could be tricky, right, because you just don't right. know. So, so. We'll, we'll, you know, I'm with you. I like the idea for Love sure. The idea. Um, yeah, I thought that was, uh, that was pretty interesting. Also, what's good in the hood, man, I want to... I want to talk about this spot. Um, came across it one day, just kind of, you know, strolling through the hood in Bed-Stuy. And um, it's, it's easily become probably, you know, our second home. It's, it's becoming a little Bed-Stuy gem. Um, it's a spot called Fermento. Love, love. It's on the, it's on the corner of uh, Casiasco. Did I say that correctly? Well, it's so funny you said that because we were out with our buyer today. I'm going to leave him anonymous. Okay. He lives on that street, mm-hmm. um, and we're saying the right pronunciation is Kosciuszko or something like that. Oh God! So, but we don't. He said, but Bed Stuy, it's Kosciuszko. That's how we pronounce so we'll, it. So, so that's we'll leave correct. it as Kosciuszko. 
on Three, the cor- 358. 358 Casiasco. On the corner of Marcus Garvey, right? Absolutely, right. yes. So this is a little Italian vegan joint. Um, kind of hold our meetings there when we're not in the office and we're all in Brooklyn. We just meet up there and bang out and work and they treat us like family. So And the music is cracked. Music is cracked. Always got a dope Pandora playlist banging. Right. Um, the food is pretty good. You know what I mean? Where I would normally order like the avocado toast with the Which is great. radish and the sunflower they seeds. They got a mean hot chocolate oh the hot chocolate is phenomenal phenomenal get the little extra cocoa on top right um <laughs> and they got the little broccolina matzo with and the buffalo the, the banging little berry muffin berry muffin oh shit. it's just it's just a good so, spot now they just started uh off dinner, dinner mm-hmm. right so we went to the grand opening a mm-hmm. couple days ago if you saw on ig had a shot of that so good. coffee now they're doing wine and they have beers so they're staying they're staying late they're staying wow, open it's another late. example of crawl, Before, walk, hey, run. I mean, it's, <laughs> look at that. We're just filled with them today. <laughs> I, I tell you, <laughs> I'll talk about thematically uh, in line. But definitely, if you're in Bed Stuy and you're in that area, just yeah, go check to, out Fermento Cafe. Yeah, it's just tell really them, great. tell them Team Carte Blanche sent you. That's right. Um, ask for Martina. She's our favorite. No, she's great. Um, and um, hopefully, you know, you're nice enough that they'll take care of you, man. Yeah. No, they will. Nah, just kidding. They'll greet you with a smile, and uh, the food's great. The vibe's great. I'm happy for them, but if you're again, if you're ever in the area, just pop by um, and enjoy that. Yeah, it's a great spot. Um, I mean, I got this other. Oh, I got this other. Um... <laughs> okay. So go ahead. All right, twin. Uh, we got introduced to this show called Seven Seconds. Mm, um, I haven't heard of it. It's on Netflix. Um, another one of the originals. Um, <laughs> Have to, just sidebar. Netflix is fucking killing it. They're, they they change the way we consume content if you want to watch all of it at once you can or you want to watch it fucking every week old school style you can oh man super dope and just sidebar just it's just amazing when i think about it. every time we talk about some shit we always fucking talk about netflix. netflix and it's amazing that's another company that kind of you know started out real small took on an entire industry and fucking disrupted the whole shit disrupted it Unbelievable. And, and i love it because and particularly with original they could have just aggregated content mm-hmm. right forever mm-hmm. and to, to make that decision invest money for original content that's a game changer somebody and so, have shit nominated for oscars and all that shit. it's just wow like mudbound somebody was telling me um it's just the the whole game is just going towards content yeah. Like the more content you're producing, that's that's just kind of where the game is going. Like right. nobody's really getting caught up on certain things anymore. It's just straight content. Who's giving me the most content? That's that's the game right now. But um, so the seven seconds thing, you know, I was like, again, you know, I'm always looking and got into it, and it's a dope show. Um, it's it's about corrupted cops. Um, one of them, they're trying to basically hide uh, a hit and run that one of them ended up doing. doing. Okay. Um, and then they're trying to hide that. But now there's one detective that got ended up getting transferred over um, who's kind of trying to get to the bottom of it. And he's built this relationship with the AD, the assistant prosecutor. Um, and they've both on the same page for different reasons are like, yo, we need to figure out who did this. And as they're getting closer, they start getting static from the police department because they're like, yo, all we see is blue. Mm. Like we don't care what anybody did. We protect our own. Right. Um, But in all of this, there's a young kid who got hit by a hit and run and lost his life. And then the mother's, it's like a very dynamic story, Mm. but it's so dope. It's very well written. The quality production of it is solid. Um, Reg- Regina King's in it. Um, oh, love for her. For some of you who know her. Yeah, she's great. Um, 
she she does a great job. She plays the mother of the 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 victim. Okay. Um, but it, it's just solid. So if you get a chance, definitely see if you can see that seven seconds. Um, it's on Netflix, and they're giving you all ten at one shot. So. All right. Uh-oh. What else? We almost wrapping down here, so we gotta jump into our music. Yeah, let's just wrap up with the music, and then the last word. But I want to call it something now. On a jack uh, stretches shit. Be like, all right. So we we got the music department, <laughs> and uh, I'm excited. I mean, I really, really love this artist. Um, she has been. There is no box for her. I was gonna say she's been breaking barriers and all that. I I think. She's somebody that's just really special. She she really is unique. I mean, you like to think that every artist in their craft, every human being is obviously there's only one of them in the world. So by definition, they are. But she really takes that to another another level. Right. Uh, Janelle Monae. Uh, some of you probably were just introduced to her when she was in Hidden Figures, and she killed that. Yeah. Uh, so she's obviously yeah, added actor to her resume. But she goes way back. Um, you know, back to. I mean, wow. Let me think how many records back. I mean, she had uh, Metropolis. She had uh, Arch Android, I mean, she, the she, concept album. She was signed to Bad Boy at one point. That's just, yeah. that's how back, how far back it goes. Wow, that's true. Um, and she had what else? Uh, she had a few joints. Um, I'm trying to remember, but I mean, she's you know been a cover girl, spokeswoman. Uh, you know, the Electric Lady was a critically acclaimed album. Uh, but now she has this album coming out, Dirty Computer, that's going to come out in April. Uh, but Django Jane, and there's another record, which I didn't hear yet, Make Me Feel. Um, they're the first two singles. Um, so she's she's in rare air. But this record, um, Django Jane, is so gangsta. She's rhyming. Okay. So when you look at it, I don't want to give it away, but make sure you guys go take a look at her video. But if you saw... Beyonce's performance was at the Super Bowl. I think it was a couple years back when she had when she did all the whole. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's in that vein. Okay. Which is dope. So the energy is great. She's spitting, um, and it just it just it feels she looks, good. She looks like a like she could spit. Absolutely. You know what I mean? She's yeah. that versatile. Yeah. She's dope. Um, so yeah, definitely check out Django Jane uh, and her new album Dirty Computer coming out in April. Nice. Check out those records. Now let's just uh, swing on on over to the hop on this uh, on West this, Side. This West Side. <laughs> uh, so the homie man finally after Oof. an obscene amount of years, man, the homie Nipsey Hussle finally release, releases his debut album Victory Lap, which is um, getting a lot of love right now. So happy to hear that. You look on Instagram and it's like so many people. Like, yo, like Scarface, I saw his shit. He was like, yo, that Nipsey album is mean. It's mean. I mean, you got to think about it. Nipsey's been in the game for, he's a mixtape veteran. So he's about, I feel like 2008. He's like, it's like 10 years. 10 years. It's about 10 years. Definitely 10 years. When he first came out, there was a lot of love. Everybody's like, yo, he's going to be a star, whatever the case is. And um, uh, you know what? This is going to fall back into that, you know, crawl, walk, run vibe. It's not even intentional. And but it's that's not right. intentional. This really is kind of like, do you do the, the slow burn or burnout route? It's right. really what it is. And he was on a slow burn. Right. You know? he, he didn't like anything he was getting. Whatever anybody was kicking to him, he was like, yeah, I'm not really feeling that. And, and stayed I'm a, independent. And I'm going to stay independent. So he's been, you know, people like. Yeah, the, I think his label is called um, All Money In, No Money Out. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He just I mean, he, partnered with Atlantic. Yes, he which, did. Yeah. Yeah, he just signed for he I think it's a multi multi project deal, but 
Um, he built this brand. He built Crenshaw. You know, he got the he got the merchandise or marathon clothing. Mm-hmm. So he was able to build that empire. Um, people in the hood like to call him the hood economist because he's always talking about making bread and stacking it, never really spending it unless it's necessary. Like, you know, he's just he's just on, some, on a different, different wave path. And I'm so happy for him that he finally gets a chance to get the spotlight he deserves. You know what I'm saying? Like last year, or was it Mailbox Money when he dropped Mailbox Money? Um, yeah, that was like, uh, I think that was like the last day of 2014 or something. But like was, he char- was he charging like $100 for them or something like that? He was charging 100 bucks for the Mailbox Money. And then Jay came, comes out of nowhere, co-stamps him and buys a thousand of them. Like, right. So... When you got that type of energy and, and you've already created that foundation, which is he's basically crawled, he walked, and now he's about to start running, um, yeah. you couldn't be happier for him, man. I just, he's just dope, bro. So congratulations to him. And, and the album is fire. It is. What, what, yeah, what, actually, what you should do, um, EJ, won't you drop, run through a little quick, you know, do a little medley. Yeah, so play, you all can hear that. Play some I mean, there's, there's some that I can't speak on right now, but like my favorite is, I'll just say track number two. Rap shit? Um, nah, it's it's called <laughs> rap shit is fire. Hold on, let me nah, see. Nah, it's not called that. Hold on, it's, oh, it's probably that that foul language. That's John. right. Rap. Uh, so what anyway. is it? In the trash that is track two. Rap shit. No, it's not rap shit. Hey, you got the album right Dude, here. Dude, it's right here. Rap niggas. We talking about rap shit. Oh, my fault. My, Come on, son. Oops. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, but we can't say that on there. And I like that record. Last time I checked. Last time that I checked. Last time that I checked, that shit was hot. He got dedication with Kendrick Lamar. Love that joint. He got records, man. The joint real big with Marsha and Brosa. That mm. shit is fire. Yeah, no, the album is flames. So, yeah, EJ, yeah, that was dope. That was dope. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, as a last word, I would say that listen, appreciate your process. Crawl, walk, run. Um, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. And you have to appreciate that whatever you're trying to build is going to take some time. And don't be afraid to crawl at first. Uh, Again, outside of very specific industries where you just are not afforded the luxury of time and, and technology is really against you and you have to move faster than probably you want to move. That aside, be ready to crawl. Be ready to soak up all the game that you need to do. Uh, if you're trying to get on somewhere, be okay with interning. You know, a lot of times I see a lot of people coming up now behind me that talk about want to understand, like, well, how'd you get here and how'd you do that? And no one really wants to pay dues. Everyone just wants to own the company. Everybody wants to just be the CEO. And I know that sounds sexy and that's great, but be okay with being an assistant for now. You know, learn from somebody else. You know, if you're trying to get into real estate, you know, it'd be great for you to, to already have your own team. But when you first start, maybe it works better for you to get on a team. <laughs> you know what I mean? And learn from somebody and their mistakes. They can help you. What we said even and when we started working together, cut the line. Mm-hmm. Right? So be okay with crawling. Uh, but no, nobody's saying that you got to crawl slow. Just because right. you're crawling doesn't mean that there can't be speed attached to it or for you to get through that phase um, in, a, in a timely manner. But I think being appreciating that, you know, you have to crawl, then you walk, then you run. I think that's a good uh, framework for success. No, this was, a, this was actually a great conversation, bro. No, I agree. I think it was great. I think we highlighted some great people. We had a great topic to run with. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, man, 
Numero seis. All right, man. So before we get out of here, you know how we do. Grandma B says, be kind. Be kind. Love y'all. We love y'all. See you next week, man. <laughs>